You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Jessica Beggins. Each week, tune in to hear a new topic about real estate. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your own home, or maybe you're looking to get into the industry. Either way, I hope you use this as your go-to resource for all of your real estate needs. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. This is going to be a fun week. Um, I wanted to uncover some of the misunderstandings behind homeownership. Because let's just be honest, when you're buying a home, the entire process is filled with stress, fear, anxiety, uncertainty, and that all comes from these misunderstandings of buying a home that frankly scare people away from ever starting the process to begin with. So today I wanted to uncover the top three misunderstandings of the home buying process. So how I found these top three misunderstandings is actually through a first-time homebuyer poll. So the average age of people who answered this poll were 26 years old and it was fascinating what the results were because as a realtor, we don't realize there are so many questions. We live in this. We do this every single day. So that's why this poll was so important was to actually get into the brains and the mindsets of those who are purchasing their first homes. What is scaring them? What is important to them? And how can we overcome these hurdles and maybe teach them some things about homeownership to help them feel more comfortable through the process? So let's just jump right in. We're going to talk about three misunderstandings today. And if one of these topics isn't what you wanted the answer to, feel free to reach out to me and let's chat. Um, These are just from the poll what the, you know, the most wild answers were. So um, that's why I wanted to cover these. So let's jump in. Misconception number one. The credit score that shows on your bank's app is not the same score that will be used when buying a house. So did you guys know that? Because 73% of the people who took this poll did not know that. And it's okay if you didn't, because why would you? (laughs) This isn't what you do for a living. So that's why I'm here to help you. The credit score that a mortgage company uses in order to qualify you to purchase a home actually comes from three different credit bureaus, Um, The Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion credit scores all come together and the mortgage company uses the lower middle credit score of all three of those of all parties involved in the transaction. So if you have a husband and wife purchasing a house and the wife has excellent credit, they're not going to use hers. They're going to use the husband's credit and they're going to, going to use his lower middle credit score. So let's say your credit scores from these three credit bureaus come back and they are, you know, 620, 638, and 657. They're going to use 638. That's the middle one. And let's say the wife's middle one was 640. Hers doesn't count at all. They're going off of the lower middle credit score. And these numbers are not actually found on your like Credit Karma or any of your bank's apps where they're like, hey, here's your credit score for this week. The mortgage companies actually look at something a little different than that because it's not just a credit card, you know, that 
it has little risk, risk if you don't pay it. This is actually a mortgage company giving you hundreds of thousands of dollars to purchase a home. So their guidelines are a little more strict. So it's absolutely 100% necessary to go to a mortgage lender, a mortgage broker, a bank of some sort, and having them pull your credit. It will be a hard credit pull. So it will, you know, dock you a few points. It's 100% necessary. And another uh, misconception along with this one is that you can shop around for different lenders within 30 days of your first hard credit pull without having multiple lenders affect your credit score. So you have that one hard pull and it lasts for 30 days for you to shop around with different mortgage companies to test their different rates and their different loan options available to you. So that's pretty awesome. I hope that you just learned a little nugget from that. Um, That was, you got a little plus right there. So now we're going to talk about four things. But um, yes, if you have a If you go to a mortgage lender, they pull your credit that first day and you're like, oh God, I don't want to work with this lender, but now I can't buy a house because I can't, if my credit gets pulled again, I'm not going to have a good credit score. Don't worry about that. If your hard pull happens on day one, you now have 30 days to shop around for the lender of your choice and they 100% need to see your credit score because it is not the same credit score that you see on your apps. All right, let's jump into number two. You do not need 20% of the purchase price as a down payment. What? Mind blown. I know. I'm telling you. This is not true. There are different loan programs out there today that allow you to put a minimum of 3% of the purchase price as a down payment. And there are loan programs out there like a USDA loan or a VA loan that allow 100% financing, which means zero money down. I know. I know. You're welcome. So what this means is that based off of your credit score and your income and your financial situation, you will apply for different loan programs. One of those could be a conventional loan which typically everyone thinks that you have to put 20% down if you're going to go conventional. Not true. You can do 3%, 5%. Those are kind of the averages of what's going on in the market right now, actually. I have buyers with 3% down, 3.5% down, and 5% conventional loans. Awesome. But another thing to add to this is that as a buyer, your down payment is not the only money that you need to bring to the table. You have your down payment, you have your closing costs, and then you have some fees that go into appraisals, inspections, and surveys while you're under contract. So let's back up a second because that was a lot of information. So typically you have your down payment. Everyone kind of knows that, but they don't know what the down payment is. So there are different down payment options and you do not have to put 20% down. But on top of your down payment, you should have some money in the bank to be able to pay for your closing costs. So closing costs, I'm going to break this down for you, involve any fees to the lender. Maybe you're paying down rate points to get your interest rate down. Um, 
any any fees involved with the lender will be in there. Then home, homeowner's insurance is paid one year in advance. So at closing, you will be paying for one full year's premium for your homeowner's insurance. You'll also be be paying into what they call an escrow account, which is basically a an inside savings account with the mortgage company because the mortgage company will pay your homeowner's insurance and your taxes for you every year. So that's included in your mortgage payment. So in order for the escrow account to be built up, you're required to put about three to four months of taxes into your escrow account at time of closing. And then if you need flood insurance on your property, that premium is also paid up front. So those are some things that are part of your closing costs, which are paid for by the buyer at closing. They generally add up to about 3% of the purchase price. So if you're purchasing a $200,000 home, I would estimate for you to be paying around $6,000 in closing costs. So if you're buying a $200,000 house, this is for lack of my math skills, you guys, just so you know, we're going off of 200000 If you're buying a $200,000 house and you're putting 3% down on a conventional loan, you're putting $6,000 as a down payment, and then we can go add the closing cost to that. So you're, you, in order to purchase a $200,000 home, you generally will need about $12,000. Way better than 20% down, right? I know. Okay, so the other, the third topic of this that I mentioned before were the fees that are involved of in the contract process itself. So this would be things like once we go under contract, we have an inspection period. And an inspection period is a time where a home inspection company comes out to the house and they do everything they they open all the windows, they open all the drawers, they open all the doors, they walk on the roof, they go in the attic, they test the tile floors to see if there's hollow spots, they walk around the exterior of the home and they examine any cracks in the stucco or the slab. Um, If there's a pool, they do a pool inspection. Your AC, your plumbing, they're going to look into every part of the home and that generally runs around $450 to $600 depending on the size of the home and any ancillary inspections that are needed. Um, There's another video on this that goes into the different types of inspections, but generally you're going to need about $450 to $600 for a home inspection. And then in order to purchase, you're going to need a boundary survey of your property, which is where somebody comes out and they walk around your property lines and they measure out exactly where your property is so that if you were to add a fence, you would know exactly where your property line is to put the fence on so as to not interrupt any of the neighbor's happy lives. (laughs) And you will also need money for an appraisal. An appraisal is usually paid for outside of closing during your contract period, and appraisals are usually around $500. So between the appraisal of $500, uh, the survey is generally around $350, depending on the size of the home, but that's pretty standard. Um, And then the $500, let's say, inspection, you're looking at around $1,300 to $1,500 during your contract period. So if you're purchasing a $200,000 house, you're probably, let's just round it up to maybe $15,000 to purchase. 
don't let that number scare you either because if you do have family members that are willing to help you purchase your first home, you can accept some of that money as a gift from families. So that's awesome too. But there's a general number for you to look at. Rather than 20% down, I would roughly estimate around $15,000 to purchase your first home. So hopefully that gives you a ballpark to save up for. So the third common misunderstanding of purchasing a home is that when you use a realtor to represent you throughout the entire process of buying the home, it does not cost you a dollar as the buyer. So a lot of people didn't know that. Actually, 67% of the people who took this, this poll did not know that it was free to use a realtor. And that just, I just love this so much because if you are a home buyer, there are so many moving parts to a transaction and for you to opt out of having a professional give you access to all of their resources, contract knowledge, negotiating skills, is just silly. It's just silly. It costs you nothing. The sellers are the ones who pay the real estate agents. And really, we have, you're going to have access to the MLS through our search platforms. You're going to have resources such as home inspectors, insurance agents, surveyors, title agents for closing, negotiating throughout your market and what's going on in your market right now, contract knowledge. I mean, these are things that we study up on every single day so that we can help you to the best way we possibly can. Just having a trusted advisor through the process is completely worth it and it's completely free to you as the buyer. So those are the three most common misunderstandings when buying a home. If there is something that you are not getting the answer to or can't figure out or there's something that's just frustrating you about buying a home and you can't get past it you don't know what it is I would love to talk with you about it I will put my confirmation or my um, contact information in the show notes and I would be happy to talk with you and if you wanted to do a zoom call and do face-to-face and kind of just learn the ins and outs of the home buying process I'd love to help you Um, So according to our poll, those were the three top misunderstandings of buying a home. Your credit score on your bank app is not the same one that mortgage lenders are going to use when qualifying you for a mortgage. You do not need 20% down to purchase. And using a realtor to represent you on the buy side is free. So I hope that this helped today and let's catch up next week. Talk to you soon, guys.